Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to NS9 post game show on Pittsburgh baseball. Now, I'm your host, Anthony DiNardo. With me is nobody else because once again, I'm going solo. Tyler's got some, he's got some things going on himself. Jim is in Atlantic City. He's probably drunk, gambling. I hope he's losing a lot of money. But it's just me tonight. I was unfortunately left with the task of watching this game. Pirates lose four to two in extras against the Phillies on Yinzer Palooza Day. So very fitting. It's for throwing the one somewhere to two. Um, but anyways, regardless, yes. Yeah, so the Pirates do lose today. It was um, it wasn't a game like last night. I'll put it that way. Last night's game was very, very boring. The last half inning it got exciting. This game was, I mean, it wasn't too exciting all around. But, I mean, the Pirates were in it pretty much the entire game and such. Uh, Jose Quintana got the start today. Jose Quintana got quite possibly his very last start ever with the Pirates, or at least his very last start in 2022 with the Pirates. Um, and hey, he capped it very good. Uh, Jose Quintana went out there today. He threw, I'm sorry, 5.2 scoreless innings. Uh, Yeri De Los Santos had to come in. He had two walks in the sixth inning. Um, wasn't looking as sharp. Pirates, you know, I should say Pirates, but Shelton goes and, and brings in uh, De Los Santos to, to finish it out. He does. So, again, Q ends it uh, 5.2 scoreless, giving up just four hits. Again, those two walks coming just in the sixth inning and four strikeouts. But, I mean, I got to hand it to Jose Quintana. If this is certainly his last start with the Pirates this year and such, which probably is going to be, to talk about his tenure with the Pirates this year, to wrap it up in that sense, I mean, what a success story. This was a, a very, very cheap signing. I really didn't have a whole lot of faith in it. You know, I really felt that he was probably going to be a bullpen type of pitcher. Uh, get every opportunity in the world to be, you know, in the rotation, obviously, with, of course, this rotation heading into 2022, right? Uh, but all to me, I mean, just seeing the way his career, the trajectory has gone, you know, again, I didn't have a whole lot of faith in his stuff. Felt like he'd be in the bullpen. But man, oh man, I mean, he had a fantastic um, season so far. I'll put it that way, but so far with the Pirates, of course. And again, he does cap it off today, going scoreless, lowers his ERA on the year to a 3.5, uh, his FIP at a 3.24. So, you know, I couldn't see any reason again. Like, this is one of the most talked about, especially lefties on the trade market right now. He's very cheap, you know, especially the rest of the season. He's very productive so far. Um, and, and to me, as well, I don't look at this as I kind of did at the beginning of the season where eh, some smoke and mirrors, not that other teams don't see it, but, you know, go ahead and trade them. Let's move on. I don't see this like lasting, but to be honest with you, like this looks legit. And, and that's why, again, we can certainly debate on whether you trade them or not, uh, whether you look to, you know, get them back next year or not or what, whatever. But uh, again, I, I'm for 
having Q in Pittsburgh long-term. Um, there's an article today more or less stating how he's enjoyed his tenure and he wouldn't mind finishing out the season this year um, in Pittsburgh. So I foresee the trade happening. They're probably going to, as Charrington says, he loves to say that line will be crossed. He will get a package that fits what he wants in return for Jose Quintana and he will be dealt. Uh, certainly Jose Quintana has proven himself to be a commodity to be dealt. So I certainly can see that as mentioned. But again, back to the game. I mean, Jose Quintana was pitching very, very effectively. Um, he's been throwing that curveball a lot lately and uh, certainly did so today as well. Um, threw it the same percentage as the four-seamer. So to get her, I think it was 33. Yeah, he threw 83 pitches on the day. 33 were curveballs. 33 was a four-seamer. He mixed in the sinker and change up here and there. Um, but again, I mean, he was looking very, very sharp again, tacking the bottom of the zone. Um, very effective, you know, again, wasn't getting a whole lot of hits. The strikeouts are still there as well. Um, you know, some, some swing and miss stuff with him. So, uh, very good outing for Jose Quintana, which is back to back starts. So, you know, as we said, he had a little stretch. There's like three games where wasn't at, you know, at the best, obviously this past two starts have been very excellent. I think last time his outing, we had, uh, talked about how it might've been his best start as a pirate. You know, and then he continued to pick up from here. So, I mean, if you're on the the side of this start's going to mean a lot on the return. You know, if he has a good start, then we'll get a solid return. If he has a bad start, maybe they'll get down on it. I mean, I don't think the start we talked about last night with Jim. I mean, unless it like it was a complete implosion, I don't think the start really was going to mean anything. But it, you know, if anything, he does cap it off with a very solid start. So. If you're looking at the trade deadline coming up, you know, you're looking at him, what he's going to get as far as a return. I mean, he certainly helped that stock in that sense. Um, so it goes out on the high note here. So I know there's a lot of people out there that want to see him traded. There's a lot that do. We'll see what happens. We'll see what the return is. And I'm sure we'll talk quite a bit about it. August 2nd, 6 p.m. is the deadline. Doesn't mean he'll get traded and have to wait till then. But I have a feeling us on NS9, we'll be having uh, quite a bit of talking <laughs> coming uh, this upcoming uh, August 2nd, which is a, this Tuesday, I believe, right? But anyway, so yeah, Jose Quintana, good start. Uh, as mentioned, Yeri De Los Santos comes in, cleans up the finish, gets the out, cleans up the, the outing, gets the out here, um, comes back into the seventh, does get an earned run. Again, I just want to tout him. I mean, he has, I'm not going to say it's a prize, but he has looked pretty solid. I'm liking what I see out of De Los Santos uh, so far in the season. Um, Manny Banuelos comes in. He does what he does. That's the guy I'm not looking forward for, not too intrigued with. Uh, but he does give up an earned run as well. Uh, Crow comes in for 1.1 innings today, two hits, no earned runs, no strikeouts. But Crow's kind of been up and down a little bit. You know, we've had some. Saw some good outings. We've seen some mm, outings, and today felt like the same thing. He gave up a couple really, really hard hits, uh, and as shown, he got two hits today. He wasn't missing a whole lot of bats. Um, but, yeah, he does go 1.1, no earned runs, no strikeouts. I mean, at least keeps the Pirates in the game. He, he does his job, uh, but wasn't the best outing from him. Uh, but who had a really good outing was David Bednar, who also has been real shaky, right? I think since, what, June 24th, he's got like a seven-point – Six seven point seven ERA, I think it is at that point in time. Um, so yeah, I mean, we all know the injury with David Bednar. We see how it's potentially lingered. Uh, we're hoping, obviously, it's the injury and such. 
that's lingering, and that's why he hasn't been as effective. But today, looking pretty effective. Uh, he goes a whole inning, two strikeouts, no hits. That's right, Steelers, Steelers Nation, with your eye and your name, talking about him's ruining. He's ruining Renegade. Get out of here with that. But anyways, no. David Bednar looks very sharp today. Um, but unfortunately, he does his job. The Pirates' offense doesn't come through. We got to go into extras. <sighs> talk about the offense before we get into the extras because of course yeah they had the gun second base underwood gives up a home run there's your two runs that ends the inning um and the game but hey kevin newman talk about him a little more here so i mean jim brought it up we talked about him yesterday i mean since coming back from the il how he's looked pretty productive you know when you do look on this season he's looked pretty productive He's got three hits today. He let it off with a double. Um, ends up going three for five with a run, just one strikeout. Uh, but yeah, like on this season, Kevin Newman's got a 109 way to runs created plus. I know, albeit 121 plate appearances, you know, it's limited to a sample size to this degree because of the injury and such. But by no means would I anticipate at any point of this season him having a 109 way to runs created plus outside of like maybe the first week. Um, so I'm kind of perplexed, you know, Kevin Newman, like, what is he, what, what Kevin Newman are we going to see the rest of the season? Uh, Jim and I going back and forth last night about him potentially being traded. If it's worth it, if it's not, he's the best hitter on this team right now. And that's not even like being facetious. I know Ono Cruz had a, had a hit streak coming into this game. I mean, he was looking pretty, pretty effective of recent. Uh, we know what he can do, but he's having struggles, of course. Then you look at the rest of the lineup, I mean, Hayes has been struggling for how long? Chavis is, he hasn't been as hot against lefties. I mean, still, when you face a lefty, he's, he's, he's good and effective. Uh, but Gamble, Castillo, of course, and Sugo is not good. We understand that, right? Josh Vameter is not good. We understand that. So, like, really, I mean, for the past few weeks, Kevin Newman has truly been your best hitter. And he goes three or five tonight. He's kind of the catalyst, gets a run. Um, Brian Hayes also gets a home run tonight. That's something we haven't seen in a while. Uh, I think what was it, June? Talking June 24th as far as Benner coming back uh, or his stat line of his downfall. Uh, I think it was like June 24th. It's it's mid to late June was the last uh, home run from Brian Hayes. That was his fifth on the year. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it was opposite field, but showing a little bit of power, getting ahead of the ball. Uh, gets a home run, it's a big home run too for for the Pirates. So they got out to the scoring early today. It was two nothing for a bit of time. Of course, Q obviously pitching effective as we talked about. Um, yeah, as Anthony says, and this, I'm sure it's about Newman. Even if he makes hits, still can't watch his at bats because the swing upsets me. I mean, I get it, I get it, and he's been bad for a very long time, and that's why I don't anticipate Kevin Newman being this effective for the rest of the season, most likely. But Again, you can't take away. He has been the most effective hitter um, since Anthony's in the chat. Shout out to your boy, Greg Allen. He does get a big hit early in this game as well. He gets an RBI. He drives in Kevin Newman. Uh, does go ultimately just one for five. He still has a 333 OPS on the year, Anthony. Um, I'm still not buying into Greg Allen. But hey, he did get a big hit today. He did get the RBI. So kudos to him. Um, and a stolen base. Um, but yeah, so like the offense, I mean, it was, it was all up front again, Kevin Newman, three for five, Greg Allen, the two hole, which by the way, the two hole has been just pure misery for the past three weeks. 
again, a 21 rate runs created plus for the Pirates is a two hole worse than MLB because they keep wanting to tout out like Josh Van Meter batting second and now like Greg Allen batting second, which I don't understand because that's like one of the most important spots in the lineup. And you're having like ultimately like literally your worst hitters batting second, but it is what it is. Greg Allen does come through today. Uh, Hayes goes one for three with a, a walk as well. And then Michael Chavis goes, uh, does go two for four. Um, and after that, it was it. There's all your hits one through four. Gamble goes over four. Castillo goes over one with two walks. Cruz goes over four with a strikeout. Um, again, Yoshi is just a wasted spot in this roster. Over four, three strikeouts. And Heineman over three as well. Um, so again, the, the offense wasn't pretty. The, the pitching was effective for the most part. Um, it was two to two, goes in extra innings. Of course, we have the dumb rules. So there's a guy in second, Underwood's up the bat, uh, Underwood's up pitching. And then right away, home run, gives it up to, to Hoskins, makes it a 4-2 game, which we all know, I mean, that was game, game blouses, right? I mean, the Pirates down by two in extra innings. Like, there's no way. Even the guy on second base, there's, there's just no way they're coming back, right? They, they don't have the offense to support that. They can't get two runs in an inning, uh, which ultimately found out to be true. So Heineman or Mitchell comes in, pinch hits, nothing happens. Newman comes up. Greg Allen, go down the whole line. Nothing happens. Pirates lose. Makes it real quick. <sighs> it struggles. It, it struggles. Uh, and the thing is, like, we understood going into the season there's going to be struggles in games like this, right? I mean, they were pretty much in it. The Phillies are a much better team. The better team won today. They came back. They did what they needed to do. The Pirates lack in the skill sets and such what they need to do. And there's going to be games like this. So it just is what it is. Again, like, the frustrating part is when there's people like Yoshi Tezugo in the lineup, Josh Famiter in the lineup. I'm even going out the way and saying again, Greg Allen in the lineup. And, and even if you want, if, even if you want to say, let's put him in the lineup again, Brian Reynolds is on paternity leave. So he's an outfielder. He's at least depth or whatever. He's in the roster. He's in the lineup. Okay, fine. Does he have to be in the two hole though? And the guy can't hit. The guy's been like a career minor leaguer, basically at almost 30 years old. He can't hit and you have him in the two hole. I just don't understand the roster construction. And then when the like, and then with the roster construction, I don't understand the lineup construction. It just, it just makes no sense to me. But either way, regardless, there's your game. Pirates can't come through. Um, but you know what? A little bit of news to talk about. There was a big trade tonight. Um, doesn't really affect the Pirates directly in that sense, but it's in division. It's the Reds. I guess we can talk about it a little bit. We'll certainly talk about it more. I would much rather have Jim and Tyler on here so we all three can talk uh, how this affects. But yeah, a big trade tonight happened just uh, really moments ago. But the Reds go ahead and do trade Luis Castillo to the Mariners for Noelvi Marte, uh, Levi Stout, Edwin Arroyo, and Dylan Moore. Three of the Mariners' top five prospects. Two top 100s. Marte, arguably a top top 20 prospect in baseball that's a solid package that's a solid package i'm not gonna lie that's a that's a big package again just a little talk on here we can go more in depth about it but it just kind of disappoints me we we've, we've talked about these returns with the pirates and it seems as if every everyone we've said underwhelming but we'll give it time 
it's underwhelming, but we'll give it time. And then it's like, and here you go. There's Luis Castillo, and they're getting some guys back. They're getting some some ball players back. Uh, so again, I am. Matt says he think it's Andrew Moore, not Dylan. Actually, that would actually make more sense. <laughs> Ken Rosenthal, you might be wrong. Um, <laughs> either way, that's that's a haul. And Luis Castillo has two and a half years remaining. I'm just going to end this on this. I understand he wasn't what he was at the time. But today, would you rather have Luis Castillo or would you have Joe Musgrove? And that's just where I'm at. It's, it's just that's just where I'm at. This is kind of why we talk about the Musgrove trade and we're just like, just kind of underwhelming. Like I understand Ben Nar was really, really good, but he is just a reliever. And after that, I mean, Andy Rodriguez is, seems like the last hope. So there's still a prospect, still in the low minors. They got some studs in this trade for basically a guy with half more season control, two more months of control at this point in time. So again, I just look at this trade and this one kind of stings. This just kind of stings. That's what I'm saying. And again, the reason we talked about it is also his in division. So now the Reds have this package. So anyways, big trade. We got a lot of more trades coming, I'm sure. We're going to have a big show, I'm sure, as well, either next Tuesday or Wednesday or whenever we have it. Um, because I, we know the Pirates are going to make some deals. So uh, I want to say I'm excited because... I don't think there's a whole lot. This team, like, really, this team doesn't have a Luis Castillo. You're not going to get this type of package in any player unless, I mean, unless they do end up trading Brian Reynolds or David Bednar, which we've heard talks on. Don't know if it's happening. I doubt it's going to happen. Probably smaller stuff. But, um, anyways, we'll be back tomorrow. Pirates do play, of course, the Phillies again. Um, same time as tonight. And then uh, again, we'll be we'll be back next week as well to talk about these trades that are happening. So, if you're still watching, appreciate you guys. Go ahead, like, subscribe, turn on your notifications. We'll see you tomorrow. I believe Tyler will be with us tomorrow as well. Just so you know. So, uh, with that said, let's get out of here. Bye bye. <laughs>